Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. Some horrible things have been happening in the world, from terrorist attacks to mass shootings. The world seems like a much smaller and scarier place to live. How do we as a society prevent tragedies like this from occurring? How should we balance privacy and security going forward? Let's talk about encryption, the role it is playing in the political arena, and what it means to you. Let's first cover what encryption actually is. Now, I've done a full episode on encryption, which you can find a link to in the show notes of today's episode. But for a quick refresher, encryption is a way of scrambling data, so that the only way to unscramble it is if you know the password. Let's say you're passing notes in class. Kids, before texting, this is how your parents would communicate in the classroom. If the teacher were to catch you passing notes in class, she could easily read the note. However, if you had just encrypted it, she would just see random letters unless she knew the code. Encryption is used to keep communication private. Typically, encryption is used to protect all sorts of communication, but it's used very heavily across the internet for several reasons. Due to recent terrorist activities and mass shootings, governments and law enforcement are calling for a ban on strong encryption. This is because the criminals in some of these attacks used apps or software that encrypted data or communications. This encryption in some circumstances was too difficult for law enforcement to break, and thus aided the criminals. This has led to many politicians and high-ranking law enforcement officials to call for an end to encryption. It may seem like the most reasonable argument. If the criminals are going to use encryption, then we should ban it altogether. However, in my opinion, this is a very slippery slope. Encryption protects the communications of whoever is using it, and there is no way to mandate that only law-abiding citizens can use encryption. The catch here is that by eliminating encryption for criminals, we eliminate encryption for everyone which may leave us much more vulnerable than we were before. This naturally leads to the next question. Why does everyone need encryption? Well, let's start with the extreme end of the spectrum. There are journalists, spies, and various other types of people that rely on encryption to communicate securely with the rest of the world. In some circumstances where a country, political party, or group of criminals are intercepting communications, encrypting a message could quite literally mean the difference between life and death. Oftentimes, the argument here is, well, then let them have encryption. If people are in those situations, they should be able to use it. If only it were that easy. After all, if only really important communications were encrypted, they would be much more easily identifiable. It would be the equivalent to mailing a letter in a red envelope. It would stick out like a sore thumb amongst all the other white letters. This would draw attention, and even if the person intercepting the letter couldn't read it, it would most certainly paint a target on the person sending and receiving it. If all communication were encrypted, then there would be no way of distinguishing a highly sensitive communication, like your family's secret tamale recipe, from something less important like a simple text message. Now, the amount of people that rely on encryption for safety are certainly the minority. Most people use the internet for shopping, keeping in touch with family and friends, watching hilarious YouTube videos, and just general everyday things. If you fall in this camp, you may think to yourself, I have nothing to hide. I certainly don't need encryption. Well, that's where you may be wrong. After all, if you have nothing to hide, then you wouldn't mind giving out your social security number, bank account information, and password to anyone on the street. Encryption allows you to check Facebook, access your banking records, access your medical records, and protect your password when you log into a website. Without encryption, hackers would have no problem breaking into pretty much every corner of the internet. Criminals and hackers aren't the only ones that would have a field day with a wealth of information that would become available if no encryption were in place. Governments, companies, and even individuals could collect a huge amount of information about anyone. 
who they are, where they've been, and what they're looking at. Companies would love this data to target ads, see market trends, and even perform corporate espionage. So what exactly is the government doing about it? Well, the government's response to terrorists and criminals is that software manufacturers such as Google, Apple, and Microsoft should create a backdoor that allows the government access into any encryption. Now, this may seem pretty reasonable on the surface. We'll only let the government have a key to the backdoor. Unfortunately, that's not how encryption works. If you create a backdoor in software for the government, there's no way to keep a criminal from using the very same backdoor. Luckily, though, no matter what one single government does, encryption is here to stay. While government may outlaw encryption or certain forms of it, there is no way to limit open source encryption technology that is available somewhere else in the world. Heck, without knowing it, you're probably using encryption every day when you log into a website or perform a simple Google search. Now, if you have any questions or comments about this episode, head on over to the Tech Talker Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.com slash QDT Tech Talker. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or make a suggestion for a future one, also post it on my Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker. Keep technology simple. 